Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. Welcome to episode four of the Moms Hustle Different Podcast. This is Brenda Miller, and I'm excited to bring you um, an interview with Safana Samples. She is a boy mom, a mom of a teenager, an entrepreneur, and she had some great things to share with us. So... I really think you guys will enjoy it. But just a quick note that my son did not fall asleep during the recording of this interview. (laughs) So there is a little bit of crying in the background, but I hope that it doesn't distract you too much from the great things that Safana has shared with us. So without further ado, here's episode four of the Moms Hustle Different podcast with Safana Samples. All right. I'm so excited today because I have Safana Samples on the podcast. So excited to have you, Safana. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. So I'm going to start by reading your bio and then we will get into our interview. Let's do it. All right. So intentional parent to one amazing son, Darius, Safana manages between business and Bible studies. Out of her passion for purpose pursuit, she teaches others how to steward their lives while ministering to hearts of singles and single parents as a part of her kingdom assignment. Her son is an honor student, cellist, and an avid chess player. She considers his relationship with Jesus Christ the greatest fruit of seed sown into another life. With over 20 years of ministry experience in teaching women in leadership roles in singles ministry, Safana has expanded her reach to social media by creating a movement focused on teaching others how to live successfully single. Single school is a place where we pursue purpose and maximize the season of singleness. Whether behind a chair, behind a pulpit, or a computer screen, Safana considers it an honor to be able to pour into the lives of hundreds of women weekly through her live Facebook broadcast mentorship one-on-one sessions, online courses, and webinars. As a licensed cosmetologist and cosmetology instructor for 20 years and an AAS in cosmetology management, Safana is a highly sought-after marketplace influencer and speaker to facilitate workshops in her expert areas of professionalism and healthy hair care. Still serving a thriving personal clientele, she is often booked for months at a time. Welcome, Safana. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I'm listening to that bio like, I guess that is me, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. It's really cool. And um, like I was telling you before, part of our podcast in the beginning, we just start off by bragging on your baby. So (laughs) this is an opportunity for you to tell us to brag to say whatever you want to say about Darius so that we can learn more about him, um, which helps us learn more about you. Wow. Um, That's probably, um, besides sharing Jesus with people, (sighs) bragging on my boy is probably one of my most favorite things to do in the entire world. I consider him um, a, a remarkable boy. Um, he's not a baby, so I brag on my boy, right? So he's 15. He is a student at a prestigious school in the area. And um, as my bio said, he is a, a celebrated cellist. 
He is a golfer. He caddies actually on the weekend at a um, golf club in the area. And he's hilariously funny. Like Darius is the joy that I didn't know that I needed. Mm. He is. Um, he's funny. But more importantly than that, he's extremely compassionate. So he has a heart for people and he has a heart for the hurting. He is typically the kid, according to his peers, he is typically the kid that will talk to the person that no one else talks to. Mm. He has a heart for those that have been bullied because he has experienced it himself. And um, he's just fun. He's fun. He never takes life extremely seriously. Um, but he is the best thing besides my relationship with Jesus Christ that has ever happened to my life. I absolutely love being his mother. Aw, that is so awesome. I mean, it I feels do. like he is doing well and thriving. Um, and, uh, it's awesome to be a mom. So, and I know it, it must is. be awesome to be his mom. It is. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not mean that he is perfect because he's 15. So, he does 15 year old dumb junk. That's what <laughs> I tell people. <laughs> like, he does dumb 15 year old junk. But um, overall, he's a, he's a great son. And I'm proud of him. And I'm honored to be his mother. I'm honored that God would choose me to steward his life. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. So I wanted to, I guess, start off the conversation about kind of um, your journey um, into motherhood and kind of where you were mm -hmm. um, in your career um, around the time where Darius was born. Oh, wow. So that's kind of tricky because my story is a bit different in that um, <clears throat> I was actually going through a divorce when I even found out, out of, that I was pregnant with Darius. I was already uh, about five and a half months when I found out that I was pregnant with okay. him. Yes, I was one of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had a history of miscarriage and all that kind of stuff. And so when I found out that I was actually pregnant with Darius, I was well into a divorce and I had no idea that, um, he was in there because I was told that I couldn't and wouldn't ever have children without medical intervention. And so I was, um, in transition to say the least. I was in transition as it relates to my career. I'm a cosmetologist by trade. Um, and so I was transitioning from the salon to taking my business home because I was so sick, not knowing that a lot of the sickness was due to the fact that I was pregnant. Um, so I was already in the process of transitioning my business and my clientele home. And so it was a lot going on transitionally around um, that time and what that pregnancy did was it reconfirmed to me that I was going to be all right mm. it reconfirmed for me because here's the thing I I, I, I was going through um, one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through um, in my divorce simultaneously 
um, when I did find out, it was the confirmation of a promise that God had given me years before. So just imagine one of the biggest separations that you could ever experience, right? Yeah. And simultaneously, one of the greatest joys that you never thought that you would experience aside from what had been told to you by experts. Right. So, so God used it to um, kind of stabilize me and remind me of his sovereignty. And in layman's terms, baby, it kept me grounded. <laughs> it yeah. kept me grounded because everything was no longer about me. Everything was no longer about what I was experiencing. And it allowed me to experience God and his grace and his joy aside from what I saw differently. So the focus then shifted to Darius. The focus then shifted to, wow, I'm actually going to have a baby. Like you, you, you fulfilled your promise to me. I wouldn't have expected it to be in these, under these terms, but whoa, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I did not, when I tell people this part, it's, it's kind of baffling to them. So I did not have a sorrowful divorce after finding out that I was pregnant with Darius and not necessarily that it was sorrowful before, but it was painful. If that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. It was painful. Um, but there was this overwhelming joy once I found out I was pregnant that I didn't even have time to be thinking about no divorce. I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I was, baby, I was overjoyed. That's good. So, like, even in that joy, and as you're five months pregnant, you're transitioning and you're, um, your marriage um, is ending and you're Mm -hmm. transitioning from a salon to becoming an entrepreneur. Like Mm -hmm. what was it like having to go through the end of pregnancy with that and then starting kind of a new chapter after Darius is born and basically being an entrepreneur? Wow, it was challenging because, um, so most of the sickness of the pregnancy was over around that time. Um, and what was challenging for the most part was just the physicality of it, because now I was doing everything pretty much by myself, right? Because I'm, I'm not married, I'm, I'm, I'm single again. I'm moving furniture and I got this big old belly. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the most of the challenge was um, really physical. Um, from a mental or psychological perspective, I was so focused on protecting my peace that what probably could have and should have been just turmoil, it actually was not. I was preoccupied, I guess, is a good way of looking at it. I was preoccupied with nesting and preparing and transitioning and notifying clients and staying up to date. And the, the, the most challenging I would have to say was just the physicality because of course, you know, in the final, you know, trimesters, you're more tired, 
you have less energy. So it was more of the physicality than um, anything else. And then once I had him, um, the blessing of entrepreneurship is that um, the same schedule that was demanding was now so liberating. I literally was able to wear him on my back, blow drying and curling and pressing hair. And, and I have pictures, you know, with me working with my son on my back. And I timed my clients to where if I put them under the dryer, I could go and nurse him um, in, in the next room and put him down for a nap. And by the time it was time for him to get back up, I had a client under the dryer so I could get him up. I could clean him up. You know what I mean? It was like, I, I had a new normal. Yeah. And organized and really uh, planning um, for how you were going to make it work. It just kind of, I don't, I can't take credit for necessarily being intentional in that regard. Um, not consciously mm-hmm. anyway. Um, but that's how my life flowed. I know it was the grace of God and, and I did and still do rely heavily on his grace, his ability, his empowerment, his enablement to live the life that I live. Yeah, it's, I mean, God is so good in uh, ensuring that we have exactly what we need. It might not be more, but we have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what we need, even if we think we need more. (laughs) He gives what we need to make it through that particular time that we're going through. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So as you... um, like look at your career and the things that you wanted to do did you ever like how was i guess balancing your career goals with the things that you wanted to do as a mom was it easier because of the type of career that you have or was it sometimes difficult to want to maybe grow your business or something and then feeling like, oh, but I have to do this or like my um, free time during this or kind of, could you tell me more about that? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was and still is to a large degree conflicting and, and it just depends on the season, right? So um, when he was younger, I felt like I had so much more freedom because he was younger and there weren't as many outside requirements, if that makes sense. So before he got school age, it was just a matter of um, juggling, you know, making sure he's fed, making sure he's not, you know, tearing up stuff and (laughs) making sure he had enough fresh air, making sure I took out time to be intentional, to to have him to engage and activities outside of our, um, our, our world. Um, but as he's gotten older, I have to be honest, and there are some conflicting stages. Like even now, as he's a teenager and I'm building a new business, um, it's, it's a trip because you find yourself making a decision based on what the priority is at the moment. 
And as women, as mothers especially, we are challenged with um, and I'm, I'm reassured in that, again, that grace that God has for me to be a mother um, is sufficient for the season. So sometimes what that looks like is um, I have a support team in place to take him to sport pra- sports practices and, and different, like, think, different things like that because I have clients on the weekend, right? But the freedom of entrepreneurship allows me to be able to, during the day and during the week, go to parent-teacher conferences and concerts in the school on Tuesdays that most parents can't go to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so for me, the balance and the ebb and flow of it has always been sufficient. So I, I won't allow my inner dialogue to beat me up, nor do I allow the enemy to beat me up when I can't do something or when I have to make a hard choice between something that I desire and something that is necessary. Um, and it, and it, what I've learned over the last 15 years is that um, it tends to balance itself out as long as I am continually spirit led. And that may sound really deep and spooky to people, but it's been the reality for me. As long as I stay on my face and as long as I stay connected, because this is what I did when Darius was young. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna front. Like people commend, um, you know, the the person that Darius is. And I tell people, they ask me all the time, how did you do it? Or how do you do it? And I tell people in all honesty, I was very, very honest with God from the beginning. And I told him, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't fake the funk. I don't pretend. I keep it real. And when I come up, like even now as a teenager, he's a whole new dude than the the previous guy, right? (laughs) Um, I felt like I had gotten to a point of, of somewhat mastery of my adolescent son but this teenage son is a different dude right Mm -hmm. and so here here i am again in the face of god like okay so we're back at the drawing board i don't know this part like you got to help me how do i do this tell me what to do tell me what to sweat and what not to tell me what to you know i need you to tell me because i don't know i've never done this before and I've certainly never done this as a parent who's parenting while single. Yeah. And just kind of going from there, like you have single school and um, you were basically single, this, you know, starting motherhood and you mm-hmm. mentioned like your support system. How did you go about um, gathering your support system and people who could step in um, when you mm-hmm. needed help as you are, you know, managing your own business and you are uh, a full woman who needs to have personal time as well. <laughs> and how mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. kind of yeah. balance that along with motherhood and finding that support system? Very intentionally and very prayerfully. Very intentionally and very prayerfully. So I, um, I do not play 
when it comes to support and village. Most of what has been orchestrated for Darius and I in the form of support and village has been all destiny intersection. And, and real practically, what that means is the season has always commanded the people that were necessary, mm-hmm. period. And the intentionality part on my on my end has been to discern, um, really, like really, to discern and to weed out and to be fearless in in protecting what I steward. And if that looks like no, you can't go, no, they can't come, no, you you won't, I won't allow you to go with them. Um, to and 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 being realistic in instructing my village on what I need. Yeah. So that that I remember and I remember um if I could share this really mm-hmm. quickly. I remember when I when Darius was really young and um I had a family member um that was trying to do certain things for us. And I would become so frustrated. Like they wanted to come and clean and they wanted to um, play with him and they wanted to do all these other things. And I would become frustrated because it wasn't that I didn't want them to come and do those things, but those weren't necessarily the things that I needed. And mm-hmm. so it was, it, it's, it's kind of a love language thing, right? So a lot, a lot of times we deal with, with people in the love language that we speak and we're not as adept at communicating the love language we need to be spoken in to. And so I I had to learn how to give voice to what I needed. And if you are sincere, what I learned was, like I said, the season commands the people. What I learned is if you're here and you are rendering service and support to me, as a part of my village, even if it's just for a season, then I couldn't and can't be afraid to articulate exactly what it is that I need. So I may not necessarily need you to clean my house and come play with the baby and goo and gaga and cool all over him. But what I may need is for um, you to go to the grocery store with me so that I'm not trying to wrangle everything with my baby by myself. What I may need is um to take a shower and a nap in peace and that was different for me because i'm single um and so the dynamic of my home at my home looked different right so i had to learn to articulate and communicate well what i needed when i had someone available and willing to support me i had to be okay with telling people actually this is what I need can you do that yeah that's important really communicating the things that you personally need so that um one folks will ask what it is that you need um Mm -hmm. and then you can feel uh more empowered and continue to get the things that you need to get done for your child and you know for yourself so Mm -hmm. I think that's really important and probably a lot more intentional as you you know don't necessarily have a partner that's right there (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
you know, just drop everything at one time. Like you have to kind of um, have people, hey, oh, you said you want to help? Okay, I got something. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. Say so here it is. Yeah. And, I and think, my village um, has always been small, but it has always been more than what we needed, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I've never had a whole lot of people around at any given season but it's always been like I said the season will command the help um we've always had exactly what we needed yeah that's awesome that's awesome to hear and that's really important for people to understand that in every season the right people will be there um we just have to keep our eyes open watchful and prayerful that um, we can see who those people are um, Mm -hmm. and that we understand and can um, ask for the things that we need from those people who, um, who show up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You can't be afraid. I mean, and everything, and, and, you know, another thing is that, you know, help isn't always only about your child or your children. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay to know that you need a certain support. Yeah. And, and not to allow your inner dialogue or the dialogue from people or the dialogue from the enemy to tell you that it's bad to ask for a sitter to go to the gym. Mm. You know, self-care is not just going to the spa. Self-care is not just... Um, you know, going to get your hair done. Right. Self care could very well be. I just need a drive by myself. I don't. I because what women don't like to admit is that you can very much get tired of hearing your child cry. Yeah. And that does not mean you're a bad mother. It just means you need some rest or a break. Hmm. That's all it means. It doesn't mean you don't love your baby. It doesn't mean that you're awful. It doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean any of those things. It just means, okay, this is a good time to call in a favor from someone who said, if you ever need me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the the voice that you give to that sounds a lot like, hey girl, can you come sit over here for a couple hours? And not feel bad that you actually want to go to a movie by yourself mm-hmm. or for a drive or for a slushie. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes that's just, it's important to not only have a village, but to use it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So even um, as you, um, are continuing in your uh, your entrepreneurship journey. And I know you said that you are building another business at the same time. Do you feel um, like being a mother has impacted kind of the trajectory of your career? And how 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 so? And kind of have your has your career goals kind of changed or the things that you wanted before you were a mother? Um, changed since becoming a mother? Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Anybody that tells you that they haven't lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just telling you, of course they do, of course, yeah. because um, you have to make hard choices, right? When you steward another life, it forces you to confront um, what is priority. And so um, it doesn't mean that you can't have what you want, but it may mean that you have to temporarily adjust the timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so it's not that you can't necessarily go back to school and get your degree. I did, but it meant that it took me a very long time to do that. It doesn't mean that you can't grow um, new businesses and new ventures and take advantage of new opportunities. It just might mean it's going to look differently, not only the process, but the end result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I, um, I titled the podcast Moms Hustle Different, because it doesn't mean that we hustle better than anybody or anything like that. It's just that mm-hmm. what we imagine for ourselves might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. we have to do things a little bit differently um, than maybe we would have done it before. So. I think it's important um, for us to continue to remember that, you know, we wanted to do this, but just because we chose something else doesn't mean that, um, that it's bad. It's just, you know, just a little different. It's just different. Yeah, absolutely. And not to get caught up in comparison, even, even among mothers, because that's a trick and a trap as well. You know, you cannot look at, you know, your, your life and, or your children and even things like milestones, right? Because we Mm -hmm. like to talk about our children in the company of other mothers. We, for the most part, we feel safe there, but if we're not mindful, if we're not careful, it can turn into something not intended, like a comparison. And then there's this inner dialogue that says, well, my baby isn't doing that. Oh, yours rolled over when? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, we're not walking yet. But how long did it take you to potty train? And, and what, I, what I was very mindful to guard in going through those different seasons was guarding my heart and my mindset against comparison. So I wouldn't let people speak certain things. I wouldn't allow myself to um, embrace a certain dialogue. You know, I had people telling me it's going to be hard to potty train a boy and I would correct them right on the spot. You know, I never allowed people to say things to me like, oh, he's in the terrible twos. Absolutely not. He's in not in terrible twos. He's in his teachable twos, though. <laughs> hey, flip and, it. Yeah, I would flip it really quickly and in person and not in a nasty way, but in a very intentional way. If you can't tell, intentionality is my word. Mm. <laughs> But I was very intentional about verbiage and still am. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can't let negativity um, seep into your your heart and your mind because then Mm -hmm. um, it'll end up (laughs) seeping into what it is that you are thinking and doing um, Mm -hmm. uh, unintentionally. (laughs) So, yeah. It's really important to do that. Um, So as you, you know, there's a lot of other people who will listen to this podcast who are, or moms who might be moms of teenagers, just like you. Um, What kind of 
advice would you give to another woman who might be considering entrepreneurship or she might be wanting to change her job or whatever it is while she has, while she's trying to balance that with her child? Um, mm-hmm. um, be clear. I would say be clear. First of all, the, the worst thing you can do is move forward foggy. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have all the answers and the steps going forward, but you have to move forward in clarity. So be clear about what it is that you're looking to do. So if you're tra- like, like I'm going to be transitioning from service to I'm a, I'm a wellness advocate. You know, I, I help people to detox their homes and especially moms with little ones around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I help them get toxic stuff out of their house. I help people wean themselves off bleach and stuff like that. So, um, so eventually I'm going to be transitioning into that full time. Right. So, but I'm clear, I'm clear about where I'm coming from and where I'm going. And I have a plan in place. So I would say, be clear. I would say, um, prayerfully be led by by the spirit of God and understand your season. Understand the season that you're in and understand the season that your child or your children are in. And hear God, hear God, be clear. And once you're clear and you have peace, you can get process. That's good. That's important to have that clarity um and to be fully aware of the season that you're in because um, i know sometimes we can all get overwhelmed by thinking of all of the things and oh my gosh my kid is you know two years he's gonna be in college and what do i do but i really don't want to do this anymore but i want to do this and i don't know how to do it and it's just like okay <laughs> Step mm-hmm. yeah be clear think about yeah. it pray yeah. about it Um, and get the guidance that you need to um, move forward um, in whatever way that um, God has designed for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wholeheartedly. If you don't have peace, you can't hear enough to get processed. You can only get processes from the Spirit of God through His peace. And that doesn't, again, that does not necessarily mean that you have um, the end result uh, as far as this is exactly what you're no 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 no. it just means that you have enough peace to hear do this Mm. and then once you obey in that you have enough peace you fulfilled you've obeyed and then you get another peace and you're moving forward in clarity in peace in his timing but if you allow overwhelm and anxiety to to overtake you one of one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to move ahead because you're scared, or you're going to be stagnant because you're scared. Right. And and fear only comes because of the unknown, which is why clarity is so important. Mm. Clarity is the absence of the unknown. It's the absolute antithesis. Faith is, think about what the scripture says about what faith is. Yeah. So when we're in alignment with that, right, what does it say? Right. It's the evidence of 
everything um, that you can't see, you know, it's right it's, there. Yeah, the evidence of things hoped for, right? Mm -hmm. So there is a clarity in that. There's a clarity in that. And once, once, once you have the the real revelation of that, like, oh, wow, I can absolutely hear God on what my next step is. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can absolutely hear him. Yes, he, wa he wants to talk to me. God, we have this, a lot of times moms have this misconception or we've been taught erroneously or, or whatever the case is that uh, we got to wing it. I told God that I didn't know what I was doing because I knew that he knew. Mm. And I knew that if he was giving me this life to steward and he knew the seasons and transitions attached to it, that by confessing to him that I don't know, I give room for him to, to put me in the know. He is the spirit of wisdom and counsel. Yes. Amen. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah, so that's what I would say. <laughs> I, think, I think it's important being clear and um, understanding the season that you're in um, so that uh, as you have that um, peace, you can move forward in peace and um, knowing that you're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so it. Is there anything else that you want to share um, to our listeners of Moms Also Different um, about your career or about motherhood and balancing the two? Um, just that um, aside from getting clarity, which gives you peace, which makes you open the process, enjoy it. And listen, enjoy every step enjoy every step and balance comes from um from that you know what i mean like knowing when to laugh and roll down heels with your kids and not sweat the small stuff knowing when to correct in love knowing when to prioritize um what god has given and put on your heart for ministry or marketplace um, and knowing when it's time to shut all that down and and spend intentional time with your children or your child um i think that's helpful i think that's helpful and i think that that produces healthy environment mm. not just for the child but for the for the mom too for the parent that's definitely important um to really um not get so caught up in the hustle and bustle to not enjoy the gift that you've been given in motherhood so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. super important. So. Simultaneously, when it's time to grind, baby, grind it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you mean, gotta do what you gotta listen. do. Make it do what it do when it's time. I'm I'm in that season currently. Yeah. So. Well, I thank you so much for sharing with us today. Um, I have been extremely blessed by our conversation and. Uh, learning more about your views on motherhood and career and uh, just showing us that we hustle different. And I, um, on behalf of our listeners, we thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you. All right. All right. I'm so glad that 
um, we had Stefano on the podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm excited to um, continue giving you guys episodes of Mom's Hustle Different with mothers that have had various experiences. Um, as you know, Safana is raising Darius as a uh, single, parenting while single is what she says. And um, I think we really need to hear stories like that, stories with married mamas, stories with multiples and entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, uh, just a variety of experiences here on Moms Hustle Difference. So um, just keep staying tuned. We're going to get better and better every episode um, and uh, continue to give you uh, moms who are really doing uh, doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you could just subscribe to our podcast um write it um in whatever platform you use it is super helpful and um continue to share with your family and friends and other moms who could be interested so that's it that's a wrap for our podcast for this week episode four with Stefana samples <laughs>